Yo, what's good, everybody? It's another episode of the Legends of Athletics podcast. You know who it is. Yo. Jay Mills. I got the same intro for every podcast. You know who it is. I got I to come up with something else. But um, it's me and Curtis here again, a.k.a. Dr. Davis, Yo. a.k.a. the PhD is in hand. If you want it, I got it so you can see it. It's in your face. Skirt. A.k.a. I'm doing it for the people. So we're going to talk about... Um, a, a trending topic right now. I, I guess I say trending more than a, um, a current event, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jay Z has partnered with the NFL and explains uh, and, and kind of talks about some of the plans he has. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the quotes from it that um, that has shot through the atmosphere like shockwaves mm-hmm. is that um, he that we're past kneeling. Mm-hmm. And it's time to to take action. Put something on the table. Put some plans in place and go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're kind of going to talk about it, have an open discussion between two brothers, kind of, I guess, barbershop talkish in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. And um, and, and just, you know, give our opinions on it. So, I'll let, Curtis, I'll let you, talk, you, you lead the way on it. What Hope, Hope said is a time to stop. Is it time for action? Mm-hmm. Man, though, the one thing I appreciate about Hove doing this. I feel like this has been in the works for a while. I feel mm-hmm. like um, I'm happy that someone with some power and resources is sort of getting behind it and jumping out there to stand with Cap. You know, oftentimes I'm I'm a person when you talk about polarizing things to practice calling in instead of calling out. But mm-hmm. sometimes you have to get out there and you need that representation and you need those strong people who are visibly representing you, not some behind closed doors things. Um, Bro, I legit Hope, tried to use your... I ain't trying to cut you off. <laughs> y'all well, y'all going to find this funny. I tried to use Curtis' quote one day and I couldn't remember it, so I sounded dumb. <laughs> I said, I'm trying to call you. I'm trying to... I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just trying to call I'm you. I'm trying in. to call you. No, I can't remember. <laughs> so, yeah, dog, I'm, I'm going to listen to this it's podcast fine, myself man. again because I'm, I'm a master it. Yeah, man, I, I I like I like I like Hove jumping out and doing it, mm-hmm. man. Um, and to be honest with you, the NFL is a machine in and of itself. I do think that they are trying to clean up that image a little mm-hmm. bit from what's been happening. And fam, sports, but particularly football, football where the players are predominantly African American or people of color, fam. You have to always talk about social justice. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know how you avoid that. You know, and for me, I get really pissed off, and I can only speak for me and my experience being a, you know, an alumnus from the University of Mississippi and seeing so many white people champion mm-hmm. these young black men as they're walking through, uh, what is it, uh, through the Grove. The Grove. Yeah. Um, you know, they're championing them and everything, and then their asses get right up in the stands and fly like the Confederate flag and say mm-hmm. the South will rise again. Now, whether or not the kids understand the implications of that is one thing, mm-hmm. but it's hypocritical. And you know, don't don't clap for me now, but then um, sort of try to pit me out later on. Don't piss on me and tell me it's rain. So yeah. for this, I mean, I, I think it's a good look, man. I, I appreciate it, and I um, 
I'm happy. I'm hopeful to see what comes of it. You know. Yeah, I think we're we're in a time now. It reminds me because sports uh, plays a bigger role in society mm. than people give it credit for. Sure. Um, and that's not just because it's a sports podcast, and it's not just because I like sports. But right. sports has always been very influential in our uh, movement, mm-hmm. um, in the civil rights movement, and things like that because of the impact mm-hmm. um, that it has made um, across the boards. Because right. we are looked at. It's being very athletic, and I'm not just talking about the minorities, but I am talking about I'm shedding light on the minorities right now in this conversation. Right, right. Um, and we and we've all been looked at as great athletes and things like that, but we've been discounted when it comes to our IQ and it comes to our wits and it comes to our resources and things like that. Mm-hmm. And we have some people that have made it, and it's one thing to have people that make it and and say things behind closed doors, but it's also another thing to have people that make it and get on the front lines to. Uh, to expedite the change. Mm. Um, I think about a book I read. It's called The Revolt of the Black Athlete. I, I ran across <laughs> that book because um, I watched a movie, and I cannot remember the name of the movie. It was on Netflix mm-hmm. about a black athlete um, and this agent trying to get a deal, this, that, and the other. Mm. And the agent gave him that book as a gift. And mm-hmm. that's I went and purchased the book after seeing it. And it was a, a very great book, a fundamental book. Yeah. Um, it's something I think that many people, athlete or not, should should go and look at yeah um because it explains how black athletes came from no scholarships to mm-hmm. partial scholarships mm-hmm. to the conditions and things like that um but in this i think he's get he's gotten criticism from the community for mm-hmm. what he said that we're past kneeling this that, and the other but i think that has he really oh he yes Okay. Uh, but I, I I agree with him. I mean, mm-hmm. I do think we're past kneeling and just marching and and you know things like that. Now, silent protests still have their place, but I think now we have more power to to put into action and and make things move and happen. Yeah. Than we had in the past. Yeah. Um. And so with those resources, we have to use them, um, in a positive way. I mean, Hove just became uh, a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Um. Or just was named a billionaire. Uh, I don't even know if it's been a month ago, mm-hmm. and he's already like shifting in another direction. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like, it's not just the money, yeah. but the mindset that you lift as you climb. Mm-hmm. You constantly, you constantly make ways for your brothers and sisters. Um, you know, in different ways. But like when I think about the NFL, the NFL is behind mm-hmm. the NBA in a sense of. I think my family about to come in, so it's all right. It's all good. But the NFL is behind the NBA in mm-hmm. the sense of um, being progressive. Mm-hmm. Like the NBA mm-hmm. is more progressive, is much more progressive than the NFL yeah. because they have like, of course, you know, when LeBron was out with the inequality mm-hmm. shirts, and, mm-hmm. um, they have the Black History Month, and mm-hmm. you know, let the players do this and that and the other and in the NBA. Right. The NFL has more so tried to go away. From the social issues yeah. and and um, press the players away from the social issues yeah. Yeah. more than bring them to the forefront. So yeah. I think having a person like Hove doing what he's doing, saying what he's saying, I think that that is a great thing yeah. for the community. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you know, my reaction to that, I hear you, and you know, I'm I'm not mad at the the kneeling. I'm not mad if people continue to kneel during football games and mm-hmm. i say that because fam uh, this is a, this is a question about calling out and calling attention to injustices and particularly mm-hmm. those perpetuated on to people of color 
and I don't mind there being gentle and subtle reminders. Mm. What Cap was calling out was police brutality and police mm-hmm. shooting unarmed black men. Mm-hmm. And fam, if I'm calling attention to that by doing something that's harmless as kneeling during the game, I see no issue with that. And my thing with it too is, fam, as relates to, it turned into the rhetoric shifted from kneeling and focusing on police brutality and injustice to like disrespecting the flag Mm -hmm. and with it hopefully there's hopefully with Hove bringing some awareness to it he can call attention to like some issues and make people like pay attention to it I remember the craziest thing when people were talking about oh Cap is disrespecting the flag fam I would guarantee that a lot of us don't even understand flag decorum and part of it is um or protocol for the flags fam you have to take your flag from outside if it rains mm-hmm. no one does that like there's no. so many ways that the flag is disrespected outside of someone kneeling but mm-hmm. yeah man I, I think it's um i think it's cool to see i think mm-hmm. it's brave um for hove to jump out there and do that so yeah and i we'll think see. you know even even with that i'm thinking like as you're saying that with pro- police brutality um i think about the black panthers and their 10 point program I think about different things after post post the breakup of the Panthers. Yeah. What as a community? I'm asking myself this question. What as a community through history have we done to combat that? Like, what have we done to set ourselves up in better positions? You know what I'm saying? Because now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the phones, people always talk about the phones and people recording this and that, whatever. But it's not just mm-hmm. police incidents because, I mean, black, white, Asian, Latina, uh, Hispanic, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, even when people are recording, police are still threatening mm-hmm. to beat the person recording mm-hmm. or put a case on them just for recording. Mm-hmm. And the society that we live in, I think we live more for a laugh or a look at this more Mm -hmm. than reactionary. Mm -hmm. So instead of doing something about it, most times we sit, record it, talk behind the screen, but don't really do anything or put much into play Mm -hmm. on a national scale. Now I know there are communities who probably police themselves. They have their own protocols and things set up for themselves, but nationally, um, for minorities, I just don't see where anything has really like been done mm-hmm. or progressed mm-hmm. to uh to help the community as a whole. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, you know it's interesting. You asked what can be done, and I'm thinking about certain practices and things. And you know, for y'all that don't know, I'm a social worker, and one of the things in social work is this idea of wraparound services. It's this idea of getting help from different places. And one thing that I think I'm seeing and that's interesting about, you know, Jay-Z coming out and saying this is that he's also communicating to the world that, yo, NFL players and these people who get paid a lot of money still need help. And I Mm -hmm. think that that's a concept that may be lost on certain people because you assume, yo, you're a millionaire what is there for you to complain about? That's the same issue with people talking about reparations for slavery and how mm-hmm. some people, some people of color and black people in particular who talk about reparations say that they're worried that once reparations are paid, 
white people are going to be like, good, shut up, you got your money. So mm-hmm. for sports, it's like, especially NFL players, fam, we just maxed you out at five million, whatever, Michael. What what's the what's the receiver from from the Saints? He just got that uh, crazy, like the all time Michael Bennett. It's not. Think. It's something. It's Michael. Whatever. And I'm ter- I should know that because I'm a Saints fan. But anyway, he's getting all this money. But I mm. think what Jay Z is sort of communicating to the world and particularly to people of color is like, yo, you need to sort of band together and come mm-hmm. together and have that advocate or have that other person. Um, so yeah, yeah. Man, I, I mean because we. One way. We we got we got a lot in the, in the world today going on, not just with uh, black people, but minorities in general. I mean, we got like ICE is on the move. Yeah. I mean, we got kids getting out of school and parents are gone, and mm-hmm. you have no clue where these people are, mm-hmm. so you have no way to find them. And then you know you have police brutality, which I think. If I think about it, and I mean, I'm I'm just shooting numbers off of what Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. but I'm thinking like a 40, 30, 40 year problem. Well, I say 30 year, 20 to 30 year problem that we're trying to find answers to now. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the way you go about it, I don't know. Because I'm thinking like with the guy that was in Mississippi... May have been two weeks ago, who got stopped by the highway patrol for speeding. Oh yes. Um, yes. I mean the whole story. Knowing the whole story, he was speeding. I think he had like a forty-year-old in the back, and he was going like a hundred and sixty-five, something like that. Uh huh. Of course, you know what we seen on camera was him getting body slammed to the ground and basically the physical force used against him. Yeah. To uh to to you know basically put handcuffs on him and, and take him away. And then we came back the next week with the mass shooting in El Paso yeah. and the kid or guy or whatever being escorted out of the Walmart mm-hmm. um, with different pants on and uh, in a more civilized manner. Mm-hmm. And he was of uh, Caucasian um, mm-hmm. background. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I have black friends, white friends. Hispanic friends, whatever. Right. I'm a friendly person, but yeah. we have to talk about the issue at hand. Like how, sure. how do you make the uncomfortable conversation comfortable enough that it expedites change? Mm-hmm. How do you, how do we, as a community, address it to help ourselves? Because this, mm-hmm. we we all know that the the penal system uh, is set up to to basically take away your freedom. Yeah. Um, in a sense, and it's even like I've talked about this. I don't know if it's I don't know if I've talked about this on podcast, but I know I've talked about it in a conversation <laughs> of how the school system kind of prepares some of our our youth for the penal system through um through the way that the um behavioral scale is set up mm. for some kids, and you know, I, I but to address the, the the central point, you know, I'm just thinking like, how do you how could you expedite change for on a national scale for a community of people? Yeah, man. I think you know a few things with that, man. Because I, I I count minorities as one group. Yeah, um, a few things. You know, for y'all who don't know or who are unfamiliar, there's a thing called the uh, um, school to prison pipeline, and you know there are 
a lot of states use statistics from public schools to basically justify building prisons. It's a simple um, like projection that they use. Um, they look at disciplinary issues from the third grade and they use that to justify the building of more prisons. And, you know, outside of that, I'm thinking about this idea because, you know, we jumped into race because that's a central part of it. But I think with this, what I'm hoping comes from Hove getting involved is that other famous people get involved to talk about other issues. It doesn't, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to, there's room for, for other discussions to be had. Granted, inequality, racial inequality and police brutality and injustices is a huge one, but I would love to see them talk about um, gender inequality and yeah. things like that. And, and I say that, man, because... Again, the NBA is more progressive. They got more yeah, women man. coaches. I just, I just... The NFL still. Fam, the NFL... It, it, it's a machine, and I and you know we could argue all day about morality and philosophy and where you stand on that. But at least from my opinion, I feel like they're they have so much power to do so much to make such a big like impact. Because so, you even think about like the yeah. Redskins, like the uh, Native American people have been trying to get the name of the Redskins changed. Yeah. For forever, yeah, and it still hadn't happened. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I don't, yeah, man. I, I would say too, you know, I think anything that the NFL does, and I'm glad Hove got on TV. Hove also doesn't pop up on TV like that, which I think is interesting, right? Because when he talk the few times he's actually talking, yeah, man. it's about something. It yeah. ain't just pointless yeah. interviews or you yeah. know a lot I, of just nothing. I I think that. It's very strategic. You, you, it's strategic, and you can definitely put the medicine in the candy, so to speak. You can pass thoughtful and social messages through football and through sports. I'm thinking about college football in particular and how people tune in, and it's so crazy. Like with Alabama, I'm an Alabama fan. Um, their tent on the sideline that they used, their like medical tent, mm -hmm. they were like one of the first schools to use that so yep. players wouldn't have to be carted off and everything. Mm -hmm. Now, almost every single major university does that. Has but a tent, yeah. An interesting thing is uh, Auburn. Auburn, they just set up um, facilities on game days for mothers who are nursing to be able to go into these tents to nurse. Mm -hmm. So it's like beforehand, if you were a mother and you were nursing, Fam, you were just out of luck. Yeah, you like you, stay at home. you have to, and, and for some women, that's fine. That's okay. I, I, I think that you should be able to do that wherever you want to. But for those who do want or need privacy, it's like, fam, that thing wasn't even available to them. But my point in it is that this was a televised game, and the commentators were talking about it. So once they talked about it, that information was spread, and I think mm -hmm. other schools are doing it. So I like how the NFL is doing something, and they're making it public because they could have yep. done it behind closed doors yep. and we never heard about it and that's even like uh with uh like in nascar with women drivers mm -hmm. and even you know um with women reporters in mm -hmm. sports today mm -hmm. such as the football and 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 basketball things like that, it's not so uncommon mm -hmm. as it was uh 20 years ago and some and so sometimes progress takes time but um, it also can be valuable time. Like you also can yeah. can use it, uh, have quality time with the progress. Yeah. But you have to um, <laughs> you have to have people willing to listen, mm -hmm. and then you have to have some movers and shakers yeah. that are willing to put into action the things that they heard or listened to. Yeah, yeah, man. And that's just like in the school system. I mean, and I, I'm revisiting something that you said earlier. We were talking about the the 
pipeline from, yeah. from school to prison. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, with parents, one thing I'll say, I, I said it when I worked in the school system for a, mm-hmm. for a moment, mm-hmm. um, and I say it now, and I still say to parents now, is be very careful of what is recommended for you to do for your child. Sure, and what's every, written down. And yeah, it's what yeah. It, when what is written in paper and document because yeah. not every child has ADHD. Right. Not every child is is just bad or right. bad apple, this, that, whatever. Sometimes they have to change environment. Sometimes the teacher has to be receptive. Sometimes mm-hmm. the teacher has to be more patient mm-hmm. with that child mm-hmm. because if you have a kid who goes to ISS out of a... 150 day school year mm-hmm. they in ISS 75 to 80 of those days right. they already conditioned right. to to live in a uh what's the word constricted or a, um yeah like a very like restricted a restricted yeah, con- yeah restricted yeah. not constricted yeah. restricted yeah. environment yeah and so the brain even changes like the mm-hmm. chemicals that's that are released and, and induced are different yeah. in that kid because they're able to they're, they're used to going somewhere I can't talk to people mm. I can't be social um, I just had to put my head down or, mm. or do this or do that or be told when I can do this be told when I can do that mm. and so when they go to the prison system it's the same thing and then um, <clears throat> it's just like the difference between and and this is we, we talk about social injustices but um, I'm going to throw drugs in there for a second just to bring home a point that's like the difference between crack and cocaine it's the same exact drug one is just a rock form and the right. other is a powder form right now the rock form is more so what minorities use right. and the powder form is more so what upper scale individuals use mm-hmm. and so one carries more weight than the other now if i was in walmart and I'm looking at great value versus the name brand. The name mm. brand is going to be higher mm-hmm. than the non-name brand. But in the judicial system, the non-name brand carries more weight right. than the name brand. Right. So what I'm saying is crack cocaine carries more uh, a more egregious uh, sentencing yeah, yeah. than cocaine, which is powder. I bring that back to say within the school system, you, you have to realize... Yeah, it's one thing to speak out when things are done wrong to you, mm-hmm. but you also have to be smart and know when it's a time to speak and when it's a time to, um, when's the time to 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 play it smarter? Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a better way. Know how to communicate your thoughts and opinions in a better way, mm-hmm. um, because the system really ain't built for the minority, right? And so. We have to know how to navigate, and we have to have a- advocates. That's why I think uh, bringing the central point of Hove again, I think it's important to have people who have power and rank mm-hmm. on your side because they are able to advocate for the man who cannot speak for himself. Yeah. That man or woman or child that may not ever be in the same circle to even have a platform mm-hmm. or the chance to even speak on anything because mm-hmm. you just don't have the economics or the finances to get to that place to have their power. And I don't care what anybody says, money is power. Like mm-hmm. it, it drives you to go to different levels. And even if you don't have the money, you may be able to talk to someone else sure. and, and, uh, and have that, um, that person in between mm-hmm. that ambassador that's able to take what you're saying or the community is saying and take it to the 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 state level or the national level or whatever Mm -hmm. and make some and 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 force change to happen for your community yeah 
Yo, it's interesting that you bring up this idea of school. Um, one thing I'm hoping that comes from this, with Hove doing it, is this sort of like, I hope that it trickles down to like the lower tiers or lower levels of football because it happened with the kneeling. There were kids in high school who were kneeling and, you know, getting kicked off of teams and everything, man. And um, I, I just hope that people sort of take note and make changes not only at that macro level but at that meso and micro level as mm-hmm. well. You can do things in your community. And, you know, for y'all who are, like, sort of unfamiliar with the idea of professional sports, there's two things that I'm thinking about. One is that the percentage of people who go to the NFL is very small, but the percentage of kids in particular who are trying to make it to the pros is very big. And mm-hmm. those people who are doing that, now they start out in like the fifth and sixth grade. We're talking about mm-hmm. kids who get recruited and who work out and train mm-hmm. and do everything super early. So I'm yeah. hoping that this idea of being socially aware and just and equitable, I hope that trickles down to you know, your colleges and your JUCOs yeah. and your high schools and, you, and all of that. And use yeah. shows like Last Chance You and stuff like that to give you prime examples oh on gosh, what to do and man. not do. Because yeah. I mean, a lot of kids, and you see it on shows like Last Chance You shows a lot of kids where yeah. they go back home and that that home life, um, that home life or their community mm-hmm. draws them back to where they don't even progress because they stuck. Yeah. Even though they go to school, they still stuck mentally yeah. in that place. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. always have a vision that's bigger than where you currently are. I mean, you can't go far without having goals. Goal setting yeah, man. is very important to adult life. It's very important to very important in adole- in adolescent life. Mm-hmm. It's very important important in your teenage years. Etc. Like you always have to have goals because they're gonna keep you focused and they're gonna give you something to 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 uh, to have a trajectory on, give you somewhere to shoot. So if you don't have goals, you just live life aimlessly and you do whatever, whenever, and that's not what we what we as people need. We need to have more people who are goal driven, more people that want to be successful beyond beyond right. belief. Right. And not just saying that means you get a lot of money, but you're impactful. Mm-hmm. Like you have some sort of impact on your community or mm-hmm. impact on your circle mm-hmm. of people or your friends. Mm-hmm. And um, you're able to do something major. So that's what this podcast is about. When me and Curtis talk to you guys most of the time, that's what we want to share. We want to want to illuminate positivity to mm-hmm. you guys. And um you know, just be great examples. Be great yeah. men that, that people can look at and see and say, you know, well, if he can do it, I know I can do it. Like, yeah. I'm from a single-parent home, able to go get a high school diploma, get a, uh, my bachelor's degree. Um, and Curtis is also, you know, from the same background and had his PhD. So yeah. you can navigate through this system and be successful, but you have to want it. As bad as you say you do, because it's easy to say it, but it's another thing to do it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, man, wanting it is a big thing. And then, you know, just educating and just paying attention to the things that are going on is just, um, is is really important. Like I said, this is the National Football League, but, you know, Mm -hmm. you have the opportunity to pay attention to what's going on in your community. This is just my opinion, but the elections are coming up. I am I encourage people more so to vote in their local 
in state elections than they do their national elections mm-hmm. because you're much more likely to be implicated and to feel the effects of those local and state elections. We're talking property taxes and things like that. But, um, you know, the last thing that I'm thinking about, man, is just, I don't know, this is sort of, this is my wheelhouse a little bit, but well, this is my wheelhouse just because I've always been bothered by how athletes uh, of all races, but particularly how athletes of color are treated by sports teams and by people there's this like mm-hmm. farming attitude i'll never forget and i'm called i'm calling out names I, I don't really care um i never forget being at tulane not really seeing that many black people in particular but whenever i would see a group of black men they were almost always football or basketball players and they mm-hmm. were purposely sort of farmed or kept away from everybody else for, mm-hmm. for whatever reasons you know it could be for study hall or whatever but they were just sort of kept away and while there may have been a purpose behind it it just didn't look good like visually mm-hmm. it, it wasn't it didn't look good man and um you know i think with hove one of his lyrics was you know you can lock my body but you can't trap my mind so i just appreciate him you know being that voice and stepping out there um, for people, he's not always gonna say the right things, mm-hmm. um, but you know that effort is is what we need. So yeah, man. And that's and that's uh and 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 they can't it can't be put much better than that. And so we have to be very uh, vigilant on what we doing and what we saying and how we go about things. And even for athletes, man, be conscious, be aware, and be a part of mm-hmm. what's happening. Uh, don't just be an athlete but mm-hmm. be a member of the society um and and put your best foot forward each and every time right um right curtis before we wrap up do you got curtis curtis gave me this idea y'all so we're gonna put curtis to the test you got one legendary <laughs> thing you're gonna do this week or one legendary thing you want people to do this week um it's uh it's not necessarily a thing to do i guess the do is to remember it and to be patient it's um the day the seed the planet is not the day that you reap the fruit. So with that, you know, just remember to sort of be patient, be vigilant, protect yourself. And, um, yeah, I always say give yourself some grace and just remember the hard work that you're doing in your quest to be legendary. You know, you might not see those results uh, today. I try to do like 100 to 200 sit-ups and crunches, and I do not see any abs at all. <laughs> we going to keep I'll it pushing. You. I'm going to be patient. Uh, <laughs> the, I'm trying to think. The thing I I say to anybody, anybody trying to do some, see it through. Legendary. Oh man, you go. Just see, see it through. That <laughs> for y'all. Invictus. Uh, <laughs> real talk, man. See see whatever it is you're doing through, because it ain't gonna. It ain't everything oh, ain't easy. Snap, but that that right there is also a poem. But that's probably the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say most influential. One of the most influential things I've learned in life. Just see it through. Like yep. a lot of stuff look grim, a lot of stuff look bleak. But if you keep your head high, feet planted, you'll you'll be alright. So uh, as I say all the time, man, get one percent better each and every day. And if you listen to this podcast, you just got better. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and let us know what you're thinking. 
on this podcast. And until next time, be Damn, let Justin know. Don't let me know. Let him man, know. Send all the that to him. Send the, <laughs> send the happy mail, the Kurt, hate mail Curtis, to Legendary Athletics. Do hey, not send it to me. <laughs> Dr. David's about to get get the school Do vibes going again. So he's about to get back to work. Like, it, get, get, like the rest of us. But uh, <laughs> remember to be legendary and stay classy.